previously on the Galactica Quorum. Did you take anything out of that scene towards the end of the last no. episode where she was just sitting there? Oh, they're looking. doing it. I contacted a friend of mine at NASA. I asked him what would happen to someone if they were to be jettisoned through an airlock without a spacesuit. Assuming you could survive the boiling blood for a while, if you are in the sun, it would be incredibly hot, about 250 degrees Fahrenheit. If there's one thing about the show from an editing editorial aspect that bugs me, is their use of flashbacks over and over. Character development is good, but there's a lack of balance. Chief could have picked up Callie, said I love you, and just stuck her right into the hole. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Galactic Quorum. This is episode number 12. We have a special edition tonight. We're doing it live. We have new members of the Quorum with us today. Hi, I'm Jen. I'm Jen's husband, Dimitri. I'm Ted. I'm Michelle's wife. Wife? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm Michelle. I'm Ted's husband. <laughs> and my dog is also here as well. She's so sweet. We're going to be watching the episode and commenting on it throughout uh, the show. So uh, let's go ahead and get started. We should have a rule if they say frack, you've got a drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, usually when I watch shows like this, I uh, forbid anyone from talking. <laughs> It's like I'm head sorry. six, but it's yeah. sorry. Of course. Oh, sorry. Since you've created, the other chicks are incredibly calm. I think she started it. She's a love rival. <laughs> She's the NASA love rival. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I think they do what I think they're gonna do. I think they're gonna do what you think they're gonna do. A Stargate-ish kind of. Thingy. Yes. Because they did this in Stargate too. Do we have anything we want to? It's kind of tough, you know. Yeah. You, you don't have to. It's different uh, to talk about it without you know brooding about it for twenty hours. Right. <laughs> talk about it. I, you know, we sleep on it. You wake up. You're like, oh my god, I can't believe I didn't think of that yesterday. I want to get all the sci-fi effects we can. Don't yes. miss anything. Thank you very much. <laughs> Get shot, but it's out of the raptor. They're clearly listening to the podcast because this is what I've been wanting. Yeah, but there's no What, 10 seconds of the effects? Whatever. <laughs> That's all I can afford. <laughs> so much character <laughs> drama, you know? And it's. Yeah. I mean, it's oh, not that it's not interesting, but it, it's just come out of nowhere. Oh, do you want to go in? It's from your father. It's a bomb. <laughs> Is it ticking? <laughs> 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 Stay tuned at the end of the break for a special bonus scene from tonight's episode. Here's what I don't get. If they have time to show the bonus scene at the end, why don't they just include the bonus scene? Because they gotta do all this character development. I think that they have time to show the bonus scene, but they're just... They just, only show part of it, they though. They only show part of it, and then you have to go online and see the rest well, of the Well, they didn't do that last week. Last week, they didn't show the whole thing. Online? No, I didn't. Yeah. So we just watched the episode, and what are your first thoughts? Just 
My first thought is I think Jason's going to think it sucks and it was a useless episode. <laughs> but He's going to call it a filler. A filler episode. But then again, I, maybe I'm getting, I get confused as to what exactly a good episode would be. Because I don't know. This was fine. It was fun. Aside from the fact that I know that they would have been vaporized as soon as they hit the uh, sunny side of the ship. I have to agree with your comment last week. What happened to the sci-fi of this channel? Or of the show. We had sci-fi there. It was venting. Yeah, little. It's just, it's all this character development and love stories and marriage and babies. And admittedly, that's what they need to be doing is having babies. But what happened to, like, flying the raptors and well, the vipers and killing the Cylons? And Maybe they're building up to that by having Apollo yell at all the pilots for... Uh, you know, feeling like it's easy because it's the 49th day and da 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 da. So maybe next week, with that premise, uh, next week will be more of a. I think that character development is good, the drama, the character drama is good, but there's a lack of balance. There's been a lot of. A lot of that, and not a lot of Cylon drama, battles, etc. Like, remember when they rescued those people off of New Caprica and they dropped. Galactica through the atmosphere, that was killer. This is interesting, dramatic, but I just think they need to balance it out a little bit more. Halfway through this, I was thinking, this is so far off from 33, it's not even funny. It was like, that was like such a killer episode. On the edge of your seat. On the edge of your seat kind of thing. And they, like you say, the balance is so shifted one way. And you know how I feel about flashbacks anyway. This one here... You know, I had the flashbacks. That's really fine. I feel like he was going... It, it almost felt like they were trying to make an obvious reference towards Baltar. The head wife. The head wife. He's in a nice placid place like Baltar used to be in that house that was overlooking the valley. And he has this person talking to him. And I... I really didn't like it. I think it was more of a filler. I absolutely agree that there's just not enough balance in the show this season. You know, seeing a little more development on the Cylon front or Earth or even just mentioning it instead of just keeping the drama on the ship. Do you think they're running low on, like, their budget is lower or something? We've commented on that several times. Dimitri wants to start a a collection to give them money. A collection where we can all throw in. Be like, everybody who watched Battlestar Galactica throws in five bucks. (laughs) We're going to have a couple million bucks like this. So I think that maybe then they can throw in some CGI. Maybe like do it online through a credit card or PayPal, and then there could be like a little thing there where you maybe there's six things, and you can pick one of those six things that they'll use your money for. <laughs> and then they'll come, you know, they'll they'll see the, 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 whichever top two polls uh, win, they'll take the, the money that we raised, and then, then the Battlestar Capital campaign. For me, it's like I think the other part of all of this character development is that it's not really working for me. We've got all these deep backstories on all these people, right? But for me, for example, Starbuck has become such a flat character. Like, she's this cynical, kind of got that smirky look on her face all the time. And she's she's not the person that we met in the first season, or was it the first season, when she's, like, running off to old Caprica and stealing the arrow. And, like, I just felt like I knew a lot more about her then by her actions there's so much telling now you know and it's like come on i feel like they're telling us everything that's in the writer's bible that they have written in it's like oh we have to have this thing about adama his wife and she was this way and we don't have to know every detail we pretty much 
no, a pretty broad stroke as it is. And I, I really like Chief before, not this particular episode. Two episodes ago, they started to like really make Chief into an angry, bigoted sort of person. And I, I didn't understand why. And then today he said, well, if, you know, it's a rough spell or whatever, but there's no reason for him being that way. He like, he was bad mouthing the Sagittarians, but it was so out of character from his, the character we've learned to know. You were going to say something? Actually, that ties in really well. Chief's actions lately has been kind of out of character. Explain that. Don't explain, you know, about Adama's wife. I mean, how, how does that help us? What, what information does that give us that helps us see what he does on the screen? I mean, it seems almost pointless to know that little tidbit of information, you know, other than the fact that it's part of his backstory written someplace. You know, why do we need to see that? You know, how, how is his relationship with his dead wife impact the decisions that he makes on a daily basis? Whereas with, you know, the chief, tell us why he's, you know, acting a little out of character. I'd rather see something like that over the... Uh... His last good episode was The Eye of Jupiter. Except for his pacing around constantly and staring. clearly not looking at the eye, which is yeah. right there! <laughs> and yeah, he, did, he had no real involvement in the actual the actual resolution of that. Yeah. I mean, he found a place he should have been more involved. When I think about characterization, like in Rapture, I thought it was an excellent scene the way they had Dee and Starbuck in the Rapture together and she said, Lee won't cheat and and there's a couple of times when Dee would like give her the syringe and she kind of like jammed it in just a little bit more and you saw it on her face. That right there is all the characterization you really need to do. Yeah. That so right there was that was a show with lots of action and lots you know, it was moving, it was propelling the story was moving forward more than the characters were moving forward, but just that scene alone had so much in it. it just nuanced performances and the writing was tight. It didn't need, you know, mm-hmm. forty minutes of flashbacky type of visions in my head about my dead wife to uh Make Can't the they point. save the dead wife stuff for when they do the Caprica series? Well, and what about Hera? Why don't we do something with the baby? There's this whole big, like, combining of the species, quote-unquote. At the very least, give us some medical information on the child. I mean, they brought the child back, and yeah, that's it. Yeah. I mean, you know, we didn't hear anything about... Or put her with that priestess lady. Well, you know, she's dead. like... The black lady? <laughs> yeah, oh died. yeah, she died long ago. Oh yeah. Well then the crazy one that was on New Caprica that I had all she died sorts too. of things to say mm-hmm. about her. Well somebody else has gotta have vis- <laughs> some, like visions of whatever. I just think that they need to do something with that storyline. They made such a big deal about it with Six and Baltar staring over that crib for so long and it's like what's up with the baby? <laughs> Last season, I felt when we got to this stage, like like 15, 16, the f- episode of this that season, that we were kind of in the doldrums. Do you feel like we're in that now? Yes. We've been Because there. During that, around that time was during the black market right. episode. Yes. I, well, we're, well, we're stuck in a little... It does feel you, like they what can... What would you like to see? You know, what would you like to I want to see who's a Cylon. Damn it. <laughs> okay, let's, let's say not that, because that's just too hot it's of a never topic. Gonna happen. What else would you like to well, see? Well, here's the thing. I was thinking about this today with who would be a Cylon... What were the odds the original Sharon would be assigned to the Galactica, which happened to be the one battle star that survived? She's like one Cylon infiltrated into the entire fleet, and you know she happened to survive. And so you know what I'm saying. So like the odds of like all the Cylon models that somehow infiltrated into the remaining ragtag fleet, which is like 0.01 percent of the remaining population. 
You following it all? I yes. just don't think they could possibly th- be thinking about it that hard. <laughs> no, they're not. But I'm just saying. <laughs> it, it's, it's, I mean, you have a good It's point unlikely there. that they're going to have another. To me, it seems like it's unlikely that they're going to have another Cylon that's going to be. Well, they said in the beginning of the season that, what was it, somebody dies and somebody's a Cylon. Well, I mean, someone, I think a couple people have died. Yeah. Well, I think they would have brought her back by now if she was. No. But she would have to be one of the final five, though. Yeah, the whole final five thing, I'm really over it. I don't care. Well, wait, if you're over it, then why no, five seconds I, ago you said, it'd be oh, nice no, to have who the next island is? In the first season, when they found out that there were skin jobs and everybody was like, oh my God, who's a Cylon? You know, that was great drama. I want that kind of drama back. But I don't really give a crap about the final five and their whole what they mean or were they boxed See, I think or the, the problem with they? the final five is that I don't think they would have the same mission as the other remaining seven models would have like they wouldn't be infiltrating the fleet they're some other group that are either on a higher plane, higher plane or whatever they wouldn't be among the fleet See, and if, they're, not, and they're if, not hunting the earth and if they were among the fleet their, their existence would be useless because all they are is just one entity among them and if they die they don't have resurrection ships for the final five unless there's like some stealth resurrection fleet of this other group following them around you know what i mean they don't have nearly the resources that the the main group does i liked your theory before where it would have been cool if they were having a civil war with the cylons you know the final five and then the other well, ones. that's why I, that was a cool theory what really can happen in the next this season the next season Forgetting the whole Baltar trial. If the Cylons are not fighting the humans, like you said, they're just like, they show up, they wave, they're like, okay, we'll keep our distance. You're right. Where's the drama? They can't. They're not going to run into aliens. That's just not going to happen. That's not this show. They're not going to run into a bunch of other civilizations. What other source of conflict can they possibly have? I don't want to beat my own drum, but I just wish that other final group was a rogue group who had their own sect and they were just they come up and they're like you know what we are not with those other guys we're gonna kick your ass we're gonna kick their ass we're gonna kick everybody's ass <laughs> yeah yeah that would be interesting well just this talk of ass kicking I miss Dredus has picked up uh, yeah. a base star yeah you know quickly set coordinates transmit coordinates to the ships boom 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 you know I kind of miss that it'd be nice if they just threw that in for the hell of it you know have like today, they could have had this whole story. Base star comes in, they start shooting. They're like, wait, so out of character. They're shooting at us. I didn't expect that. Jump, 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 jump. Yeah, actually, that's when they were out there and they were getting ready to catch Callie and Chief. I was just hoping that suddenly out of nowhere the silence would jump in. Right. Oh, and as far as uh, Callie and Chief, Jason brought that up with the mid season hang- hangover. Uh, cliffhanger <laughs> is that uh, the Adama wasn't going to nuke the planet because half of the cast was there. Right. You know, you're not going to kill Callie and Chief because they have a dynamic going on that it's they're, really they're not working. All at. that interesting. I mean, well, they could have totally killed them. Well, I'm just saying, but the, but they're not going to kill Chief because there is no other Chief. You know, there's no. It's not like <laughs> it's not like the hangar has another guy who does what he does. Even though there probably is another guy. We haven't been introduced them. So if they kill Chief today, then they would have to introduce 
another guy next week or a girl, and that would just seem forced. All right. Well, so they, they could kill Callie. They could. I think yeah. Callie and Dee are expendable. They are, but if so, it's yeah, it doesn't really add anything for them to be gone the character because character drama. There's yeah. not. They don't really. Dee used to have a big role. I mean, she did a lot of stuff on the. I bridge. liked Dee back in the day. Now on she's the bridge, just. She was doing all now she's stuff. just in Apollo's bed when he's done for the day. You know. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and Gata too. Even though he may or may not be a Cylon, he was on the bridge too, and a lot of stuff was happening there. You know, he was the jump master. Yeah. But now it's just every, he just walks around with paper. And no pen. In the hallways. Because he left it in Baltar's neck. <laughs> Ballpoint doesn't work well when it's blood encrusted. So given what we know now, do you think... Definitely an A. <laughs> we'll get to that right. It was a D, now I'm going to say an A. Um, <laughs> so going back to that Round Table podcast that they had, and at the time they filmed that was when they were filming the last episode of this season. And Ron Moore asked the question... And do you think it was wise or a mistake or the right thing or whatever to make the Cylons less of a mystery? And Jamie Barber, of course, said a big flat. No, I think it was a mistake. I'm starting to really and now agree I'm with starting that. to agree because... Yeah. Well, I, I always agree with that. I think that making them non-mystery... But I think they could have they made them non-mystery, but they totally... They've, like, castrated them, really. They've, yeah. they've done... They had a couple options where they could have even steered back, like when they had the virus storyline... That could have been something where the virus affected a group and just made even one battle star like made its programming wonky and that would have fired on anybody or just something. Yeah. But we don't even have that. I wish it was like it was. I don't know. I think maybe let us in a little bit on what the final five is up to. They've got some nefarious plan, and all of a sudden, oh well, the Cylons need to stop the final five. We need to stop the final five. Let's see some some drama around how the humans and the Cylons can help each other track down that rebel sect. You know, something like If they that, are a rebel sect, who's but, to say they are? Yeah, I don't think they are. I don't think the Cylons have a clue. I wish I they were. They are. I don't think the writers know who they are. Right. That's why the story is sort of dropped off as being important, central to the plot. They're just buying so time. So if we keep talking... Well, not we, because I'm never here, but if you guys keep talking about it, I mean, they clearly got the what actually happened to Jammer... Thing. And they brought that in today, so they're listening. Because we're that important. <laughs> if you speak it, they will listen. Do you remember our first couple episodes? You, why wouldn't they listen? You remember our first couple episodes where Brian kept begging for listeners? <laughs> <laughs> what? But why wouldn't they listen? They've got some intern listening. You know they do. I actually wonder. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they do. Just in case we're violating some copyright law. If you're the intern (laughs) working for... We would like an interview with one of the cast members. No, no, no. If you are... (laughs) Yes, yes. Totally Hilo. (laughs) If you work for the official Ron D. Moore podcast and you listen to our podcast, please email us. I think only Ron and his wife do his podcast. He doesn't post it. Well, no, time. okay. Admittedly, some intern probably does. Yeah, he doesn't post anything. <laughs> he talks into a thingy, it gets recorded, someone comes to his house in the morning and picks it up, and that's it. He doesn't edit it, he doesn't this talk is true. into it. I mean, he doesn't, I mean, he talks into it, but he doesn't do anything else. This is true. I doubt it. Okay. Of course, he'll probably email us and be like, you're wrong! I do everything. <laughs> Well, then we'll have that email. We can post it. Sweet. Brian's shaking his head. Because we've gotten off topic? 
I was just going to swing it back. I'm, gonna, I'm trying to get us to talk about this last episode, but it's really hard. We sat here, we watched it, uh, our drink of choice. Our drinks tonight was Sam Adams Winter Lager. Or and, some water, of us, milk. and water and milk. Cupcakes um, and brownies. Cupcakes and brownies. <laughs> what is there that might be taken from this episode that is not just character-driven? All right, obviously, Lee is now set up as someone who's going to be in charge of the trial. What else? Um, I think I think somebody uh, else could become the CAG because of that. I think a Baltar trial is so stupid. I think it's, it's going to be stupid. horrible. It's like it's going to be a waste of another show. I just I have this feeling it's going to be a complete waste. I think this is another problem I'm having with how the stories are kind of rolling out lately too. Is that they make a big deal about introducing some sort of plot aspect. In every episode, and then it takes like three episodes to get back to it. So last week, old Apollo, what's his name? Richard Hatch. Zarek. Zarek. He has this like crazy, right? It was last week. Yeah. He has this crazy overreaction in the trial and how it's going to be so disastrous and it's going to cause riots and everything. And then nothing. You know, we don't have any touch on it. You know, I, I need a little bit more of a soap opera format where you get a little bit added to the plot from each episode. So no, instead, of, instead of uh, starting and finishing the Chief Cali airlock incident today, you'd prefer six stories be told over an hour, and then maybe in three weeks, the Cali Chief thing gets resolved. Like a soap opera. <laughs> no. And it turns no. out Chief is actually Cali's daughter. <laughs> With the sex change. Right. <laughs> well, they did kind of go out of their way uh, this week to kind of solidify uh, their relationship between the president and Admiral Obama, saying they're getting kind of close, spending more time together. But did we need that? I think it might come into play later on as well. But I think we already knew that because we talked about it last yeah. week. I mean, I got, I got the sense already because they do these googly eye end of the show. She's laying on his couch all like. And she's touching his leg, and it was all creepy and weird. And it's the fact like they brought it up again, though. Makes yeah. Think well, they're clearly you know, they're clearly gonna have baby. Yeah. Well, yeah. When they were getting high on the planet together. I don't want to know about Elmo's babies. I mean, I like him, hot dog is his baby. Hot dog is his baby. What? Hot dog is hot his dog son is in his real son. life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't want to know about more Adama babies. <laughs> Why, why, the only scene we've seen with Hot Dog in like a few episodes and he has to come in with crabs? Why? <laughs> I think that's just to, you know, just Cylon. I think it's just to show... Cylon crabs. It's just to show, it's, you know, it's the romantic. They're right? little nano crabs. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Well, it was in there, it was a perfunctory inclusion of other characters because if you, really, if you take away the Cali chief subplot then all you've got is really just these flashback moments. It, to me, that it looked like it was so stuck on there, just so we had some element of tension and drama. And it was over by the end of the second or third act. I mean, it wasn't even something that lasted very long. The whole thing with Hot Dog, though, I have to say this. Hot Dog and Hilo talking, the way that they brought Hilo back into... The way they brought him back in... It was almost as bad as having Callie and the chief have a fight just so him and Apollo could relate. At the bar. At the bar. It was almost it was as bad like that. as that. Yeah, you're right. The only way to, to acknowledge that Hilo was back in a flight suit was to have him have this conversation with Hot Dog. You should have been in in the... Um, 
He should have been there. Oh, I agree. Yeah. He was also he and Sharon used to fly together. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. And then also, instead of that whole thing with the uh, herpes and, uh, <laughs> and the handshake, General it could have yeah. it could have been just as easy as, "Hey, Hila, welcome back." Yes, Boom. exactly. Done. No, no wiping crabs off your hand. <laughs> herpes. And Speaking whatever. of coming back, anyone remember we had a conversation about what's going to happen to Starbuck? Because she's have to go into rehab her hands. She never went into rehab. She never did anything. She had bandages on her hand for like. A day. Yeah. And like the next time she's back and I was thinking about that a couple weeks ago. Like that was they could have brushed that under the rug pretty they quickly. Did, yeah. Well the episode was over, bro. <laughs> Why go back oh. to the storyline? <laughs> <laughs> the beer's gotten to my head. Yeah, she's annoying me. I really liked her as a character in this I loved her as a character. She was, she my, was favorite one of my character. favorites, yeah. And both she and Apollo suck. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they had really good arcs. Like, unfortunately, for me, Starbucks arc, after she had the episode where she lands on the planet and discovers the raider, that was really early in the season one. And it was almost like that to me was like maybe they peaked her too quickly. In season one? In season one. Because mm-hmm. after that, it's all been downhill for me. Those are awesome episodes. Yeah, she's just too. become this and then, like caricature of herself. Yeah. And the really... Apollo was kind of the same thing. There was uh, the episode where he had to shoot, kind of do the Luke Skywalker down the trench type of deal with his, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> she was rehabbing and he had to do it. And, you know, oh, yeah. he came Apollo through. went downhill in season two. He really did. Well, I thought he was in season black one for me. Thing well, yeah, but in season one for me, when he like he put the gun on Ty and he like switched over to Rosalind's side, that whole yeah. division, I I didn't I hated that. It seems like they do manage to pull themselves back when they have an episode that either has a uh, to be continued or it's one of the so called mythology stories where that deals with yeah, the overall like, arc. But these little these one shot deals, they're just having a lot of trouble because they, like you said, they just keep trying to add characterization and character no they just they totally dropped the whole I mean I yeah weren't like they looking for earth at some point yeah when they do that it's interesting the layered mythology is interesting I think what you touched on it earlier Jen is that there's so much going on there's so many storylines I mean there's the earth there's the five sidelines there's the character development there's the romance building romance falling apart the uh, adultery I mean there's so much stuff going on that maybe a soap opera format might be a little bit better small segments instead of having one story going on or two stories going on in an episode it has to be five how about just stories that actually further the story (laughs) like how many fans are out there going "Ooh, i love the whole love story thing there's a lot you know there's shippers all the time that want this and that nobody wants that i'm not saying that there's not something to it but there's just so much of it now and it just isn't i agree there's too much and, and i think you have you have to have love stories because they're cooped up in these in these metal sausages. Be- I mean, they have to they have to release. You know what I mean? They got. I don't think it needs to be done. Man's gotta do. I don't think it needs to be done to the way that they're doing it. Like the story between Billy and D, I think that was fine. Okay. Have we gotten to the point where we review or give our grades? I don't think I can give a grade. I need a you know day what? to think about. Last that. time I gave a grade, <laughs> I had two guys tear me a new butthole for being an idiot. I am not grading anymore. I'm going to see. It wasn't... If you take out all the stuff that we've said that we don't like about 
how everything's kind of turning with the character drama and all that stuff. It's not bad character drama. It's just not why I watch this show. That's why I watch Brothers and Sisters. (laughs) (laughs) You know? So, I mean, it wasn't horrible, but it just wasn't what you want out of it. You know we're going to get a lot of flack for being negative about this app. Well. Because we're we're so harsh. You know, I think about it. (laughs) Obviously, I hated the boxing episode. Oh, yeah. And this one, if you look at it, it's got some parallels. It's like it was really rooted in having a lot of flashbacks. The only thing that had was part from the flashbacks was the little subplot about being in the opening airlock. And that kind of ties along slipstreams with the boxing. Was there a metaphor for them that... I guess there was. They had the man and wife in the airlock, and the whole time Adam was thinking about his ex-wife. So yeah, and the tough calls, and he blew it. Get and he it? blew it. Yeah. So the they did. So even that was and, sort of and, and the super duper weak patch for a venting airlock it was like a piece of plastic. I think the whole thing with <laughs> Kelly and Tyrrell should have been a little bit more dramatic than it really was. I think they could have made uh, an episode. And you know what? If you want a, a really good example of how to do a flashback episode. And this one actually works out, funnily enough, along the same lines as the Firefly episode, Out of Gas. Mm-hmm. That's the one where they vent stuff into space. Something explodes in their cargo hold. Air starts venting out. They are losing air, and they have to do something. And the show is a flashback show. But the way it's done is just great. It, it, they flash back, and a scene will merge into another scene that happens in the current time about either the camera placement or a line of dialogue or just something and it, it was it worked and then that same episode they have the the air issue as well so it's kind of funny that's that's what happened in this one as well but i don't know this one it didn't totally irk me as much as uh boxing but the more i think about it it's almost following the same playbook so i don't know i have to give it a, a d it's too harsh i don't know not at all i'm right there with you actually I don't know. Um, See, I can't even say what kind of grade I would give it. Cause I, I give it a, a yellow-orange. A yellow-orange? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, system, I can't be attacked for it. <laughs> I think that the whole drama in the airlock was really the, the best part of the whole episode. Yeah, and I think they could have made that the episode, really. It's, it, it, Chief could have picked up Callie, said, I love you, and just stuck her right into the hole. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take care of Nikki. Don't you worry. I'll take care of Nikki. I love you. (laughs) Yeah, they should have made that the focus of the episode. Instead of Adama. Instead of Adama. He could have been a tangential part of it. They could have still had a little bit of him in it. Maybe they, instead of just the two of them, maybe it extends to like more sections of that part of the ship that are having problems. If you add up the screen time for what that amounted to, it really... Like I said, it was over by the end of the second act. It was like two minutes. It was really short. Well, hopefully if we do this again, it'll be for a more Better exciting episode. episode. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a poor inaugural start to our... letters too. <laughs> yes, we're being too harsh. It's all we ever do. <laughs> well, maybe if they'd start improving... See, if we had started podcasting so at the very beginning of this season, we'd have just been like... Throwing up our arms and cheering. I love those first four episodes, even the first five episodes. It totally made me a believer that they'd made the right choice to do the the Caprica thing. I thought it was just brilliant. And then, uh, I don't know, I just seemed to have lost steam. 
Momentum. Momentum is yeah. gone. It's definitely gone. They're out I, of gas. I'm scared of the trial episode now. I just yeah. know it's going to be like, oh, whatever. Yeah. I wish they would just flush Baltar out the airlock. <laughs> you know, the trial episode is going to have so much flashbacking, which I know that oh, you're right. Ryan and Jason love flashbacks. <laughs> it's going to be chock full. And it's going to be full of head. Any kind of head. Everybody's going to have a head something. You know, Baltar's going to have a head six, and Apollo's going to have a head. His father, I don't know. It's going to be all kinds of weirdness. I don't mind that. Okay, are we wrapping up then? Um, yeah, yeah, sure. just, Okay, so... That's a wrap. It's a wrap. Our email address is gquorum at gmail.com, and our voicemail, if you'd like to call us and leave us a message, is 206-2020-BSG. Our website is galacticacorum.com. And until next time. Bye. 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 So say we all. All right, let's get started. So we can actually watch this thing. So I want to watch it. <laughs> let's just play Xbox. Okay. Screw it. Let's do it. If it's going to be as bad as last week's episode, I don't want to watch it. Shh. <laughs>